Hello and welcome to episode 242 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Henny, mm-hmm. I just I want to share today today was a was a good day. Oh, okay. Just, Would you say that it was a red letter day? A red, what does that even mean? Oh, a red letter a red letter day is like the cream of the crop, like the best day ever. So different from a scarlet letter letter. yes it's not the same as a scarlet letter although scarlet is red so i can see the confusion (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so you know sometimes you can't find like i can't find certain things here so i was i made some sugar cookies last week like cutouts but the icing like i've been looking for an icing that will harden you know and so, but all of the icings call for corn syrup and it's not even a lot of it, but it needs it. Right. But and you can't find it. Of course I can't find it. So I know, and I, when I was in Canada, I almost picked up one to bring. And then I was like, ah, nah. And then I'm like, like kicking myself. <laughs> like kicking myself. So on the weekend, and then I don't even know what it's called in, in English or in Spanish, right? Which you right. would just think it was like. You know, yeah. maze, something to maze. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to Phil, I've seen it. I have seen it before. Like, but I've never needed it for anything. Anyway, to on the weekend, we were like, oh, these other grocery stores have it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I thought, on today, I'm going to, I need to go to the doctor. So I walked up to a different grocery store at the corner. And lo and behold. There, there it was. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> now let's just see if I'm successful with this icing that I'm. Gonna Is it make. royal icing that you have to make? No, because it's like cookie icing, right? So that it, like it, they, I think the corn syrup gives it a little bit of a shine, the icing, and it'll harden. Yeah, but isn't that called royal icing? Isn't that the name of it? Hmm, maybe I don't I mean, know. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't I know. I no. watched a few episodes of. Uh, Nailed it. So I could be making things up. And is that what they use for for cookies? Yeah, on sugar cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's sort of like um, quite liquid, like quite viscous when it goes down. Yeah. And then it hardens. Yeah, but that's the thing. See, a lot of them also use um, like a a dry meringue or something in it to make it, it like that. Uh, what's it say here? Meringue powder. Yeah, that's what's in royal icing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So also something. So I think this using this is is a good alternative to it. Though gotcha. I probably could have bought that stuff um when I was at home too. Anyway, anyways, I've bought it now. The cookies are already made. I had I put them in the freezer, so I'll take them out and then I'll ice them and then I'll put them back in the freezer. Um, and then I I saw a couple of other. I'm, you know what I'm making? I think did I talk about this already about the crackle, the Christmas crackle with the saltines? No. Oh, have you not seen? I know I've, I've had this before. Okay, yeah. so I've never seen it in real life, and I've never had it, but I've yeah. recently seen it quite a bit on Instagram. Yes, and that's why I was like, huh, that'll be something a little bit different. So I wanted you a pecan one. So I got pecans yesterday. Um, anyways, I'm going to try that also this year. There's a couple of people that I'll give cookies to at Christmas. That's nice. And then have some for Christmas Day. 
Yeah. Because I think I told you Alexandra's yes. cousins are coming. So they're coming. Yeah. Very nice. So you'll have a little bit of a Christmas celebration. A little bit of a Christmas celebration. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Except for they arrive on Christmas Eve. Their flight comes in at 530. Uh So Alexandra the other day says, oh, my cousin wants to know that he wants to cook for, he wants to cook for us on Christmas Eve. Uh, Not if you're coming in at 530. I said, well, hon, they're not going to get here to like 630 at the earliest. At the earliest, yeah. I mean, by the time, like even if your flight lands at 530, by the time you get off the plane, get whatever luggage you might have, use the bathroom, come through customs, whatever you need to do, like, and then drive from the airport to the house. But then, you see, because Christmas Eve is the big celebration here, people stay up past, they wait till yeah. midnight and open their gifts. Right. And, and so, so maybe they're not planning on eating dinner until 10. Well, that's not what's happening. We're going out for an early dinner at 2.30 to a restaurant, and then we were just going to have, like, something quick is what, what was yeah. going to happen. So Correct. anyway, I said, you know what, I said, hon, whatever, whatever you guys want to do, like, but obviously, who's getting the groceries? Right? If they're coming in at 5.30. Yeah, so very anyways, confused as I'm to how sure. this I'm very confused as to how this is all gonna pan out for you. <laughs> well, you see, that's why I thought I would mention it because now there'll need to be a follow-up and I'll let you know exactly what happens. Yeah. On that. And so then and then she said, or then he said, Oh, and on Christmas Day cooking. And she's like, No, I told them we're having a white Christmas. <laughs> I said, what does that even mean? <laughs> because she doesn't mean snowy. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, I started to, and Graham's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But it's not like, because on Christmas, they don't, they don't, it's not a big meal for them. Like they don't celebrate it, you know? Anyways, so I said, well, they're either having like, I guess, a North American, a European type. I don't know what you would say at Christmas. But, um, but I said like, this is the stuff I'm making. I'm making a turkey. We're doing yeah. this. We're doing that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And I said, you know, you let me know if I need to get something. I'll, I don't care. I'm just going to go with the flow. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> but I'm not staying up till midnight, so. No. Because baby Jesus is not arriving at my house. <laughs> to bring gifts. To bring gifts. No, he's not. <laughs> sounds, sounds like you're going to have a fun time, though. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, <laughs> but but I I was very excited about my my whole corn syrup cookie situation. Yeah. Well, we'll need to so see I, pictures once you're done. I mean, and here's the thing: I'm not. I I mean, I'm just gonna make it's gonna be like really covered in sprinkles and stuff like that because I'm not doing anything. I don't have the patience to, to do like something super fancy, red men and all the colors and all that stuff. Yeah, not at this point. It'll not, be great. Not. Not this year. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> or ever, yeah, or ever. You never know. That's sometimes the that's one true. day the mood might hit you. Yeah. However, today I made banana bread and I'm been I've switched to using the recipe that Emmeline uses, which is the oh oh how she glows. It's a it's really a vegan one, but okay. you can I mean, whatever I have that's vegan like would be considered vegan, but other stuff I just like, I didn't have, I used cow's milk in it. Well, 
blah, blah, right. blah. Anyway, this is probably the best banana bread recipe I've ever had. I, I've, it's such a good banana bread. And it has yeah. oatmeal in it. I had to go to two grocery stores to get oatmeal, too. But I did get Do you it. ever... Did you ever have that issue in Canada that you would have to go to multiple grocery stores to get specific ingredients? Yeah, I remember once and only because the grocery store that was closest is closest to my house is like a food basics. Right. And so sometimes they don't have like and it was it was a spice that I was looking for that was it wasn't time because time would be easy. Mm. Uh, was. It was a chicken recipe. It was a Weight Watcher recipe, okay. and it had a specific spice. Anyways, I couldn't find that spice in the store, but that's what gotcha. I planned to make that night. So I remember standing in the store, like, Googling, like, what to use instead. Right. Uh, oh, it's tarragon. I think it might have been tarragon. Ah, tarragon. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's what it was. It was tarragon. And they didn't have it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I don't want to have to get in the car, like, go home, get the car, go somewhere. Um, but sometimes there are certain things and it's usually if, if the grocery store that I've chosen to go to is one of the discount ones yeah. that sometimes I can't find something specific. Yeah. yeah. I just find too, like with, maybe it's not a case of like, it's an ingredient that you can't, that you simply can't find. But if it's a specific brand that makes that product or, you know, yeah. like, depending on the grocery store, they carry a brand or they don't carry a brand or, you know, like, cause I, cause I have had that before where it's like, Oh, I really want to do this one thing or I want to, I want to get this one product, but I know the grocery store that I normally shop at doesn't carry that line of products or whatever, right. you know? So, I mean, it does happen in Canada that you would go to multiple grocery stores potentially. I mean, Certainly yeah. not, certainly not to the same extent or to this, like with the same, uh, urgency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or as and not being not... able to find like, and also like a lot of the things that you find in Peru that you can't simply find are things that you would simply find anywhere like cor corn syrup, Correct. you know? Yeah. And oatmeal. Yeah. 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 Like and these just... are not, these are not obscure ingredients. Right. They're just that they're in. The, the the oatmeal in particular is because it's coming from the U.S. Because the oatmeal here, they drink it out of, out of like, it's more of a breakfast drink. Mm -hmm. So it's super processed. Right. But anyway, that, so now, so now I'm set. I think I'm set. Great. <laughs> that was my accomplishment for today. It made me very happy. Nice, nice, nice. Well, my accomplishment this weekend was I was getting together for uh, like a holiday time get together with a group of girls. And, you know, it's, I think I said this to you this weekend that I feel this year for the first time since 2019, I feel the pressure of the social engagements. Whereas mm -hmm. for the last several years, I haven't felt that. Whereas this year, it really feels like everyone is interested in getting together. You know, like I have all these social engagements. Yesterday, <laughs> this is coming Thursday, two Thursdays from now, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, 
but you also have your family Christmas coming up this weekend. I have family Christmas this coming weekend. I also have, oh, I forgot. I almost forgot. I have a brunch on Sunday, this coming Sunday. Okay. Like it really is like a lot of different things. And yeah, I, yeah, I just am feeling like this year there's a lot of, a lot, there are a lot of social engagements for me. And although I know, and this is what I said to you before, I know that I will enjoy my time with these people in these various different situations. However, I also feel like I don't have the time and the energy to give to all of those people in all right. of these instances. It's a real sticky spot for me because I, I'm sort of annoyed that I have all these things to go to, <laughs> but, but also like, you know, I know that there'll be enjoyable experiences, you know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, last week I was listening to a podcast episode from the happiness lab. Okay. And it was sort of about that, like social engagement, like not social engagements, but social relationships and social mm. connection. And it was focused on whether or not you should make friends with the people that you work with. Okay. And that was sort of the start of it. And then it's, it sort of, you know, took like it took off from there. And so I guess a few years ago, someone must have written an article, like an op-ed in the New York times that was about like why you shouldn't be friends with the people you work with. Okay. And, and then over the course of a f couple of years, you know, this person was like interviewed all over the place and got a lot of notoriety because of this article. And then there were all these different, you know, researchers who wanted to talk to her and like, you know, figure out like, what was like, what was she like, what was she like, where was she coming from? And, you know, what does the research say and blah, blah, blah. And, and she has sort of, she has since not retracted her, her statement, but, you know, sort of adjusted the way that she thinks about relationships in the workplace. And, and so the whole conversation was quite, quite interesting to me because this idea of, the importance of having these social connections and having relationships is mentioned over and over and over again for yeah. our, for our mental health. Right. And then also for our physical health, mm. one of the major things that helps us to regulate stress is relationships with other people. Mm. And so what they have found is that people who are lonely tend to stay in a like a, a level of stress like a level of fight or flight mode all of the time hmm. and that they they're so they're constantly at a, a certain level of stress and that that over time impacts their physical health because and we, and we know we know that about stress right we know right. that you know it's that it's that stress can be positive and it can be helpful for, you know, for, you know, inciting us to do something or to get something done or, you know, that there's an, there's an element of stress that can be good too, because it can be even like invigorating or exciting or, but that long-term to have sustained stress is not good overall for our health. Right. And so 
the the connection between loneliness and stress is very uh, strong mm. mm-hmm. and uh, and that in many of the research studies that that have been done about the connection about the relationship between stress loneliness and social connection they find that people who have the warmest connections with other people are often also the healthiest hmm interesting mm-hmm. So, and then they were talking a lot about friendships and I guess they did a, there was a study that was done where they, they, it was a longitudinal study. So they interviewed and uh, people in their twenties and then they followed up with them 10 or 15 years later. And so they found that a lot of people in their twenties had a lot of friends. And then when they followed up with them in their thirties or forties, they had very few or none, like very few friends or no friends at all. And, and so the one thing that came out of this study was, you know, why is it that people who seem incredibly connected socially in their 20s are lonely in their 30s and 40s? And, and so the, the crux of like the, the conclusion really of the study was that it takes a lot of work to keep adult friendships. Hmm. Which makes a lot of sense because, like, it makes a ton of sense to me because when you're, I mean, I think it takes work to maintain a friendship, period. But I think when you're younger, certainly when you're in school, you are constantly in a space where you're with a group of people who have something in common with you. Exactly. Right. And you're spending yeah. all that time together. And so even if these are people that you wouldn't necessarily have chosen to be friends with, had you met in other instances, just the fact that you have all this time together and you share so many different things, you're probably this, you're a similar age, you live in a similar area, you, yeah. you, you are, you're, you're engaged in the same activities whether you like them or not is is indifferent but but you're engaged Mm. in those same activities you know like all of these things are the same and so it seems obvious almost that you would be able to make and maintain friendships but then as you move into and out of your 20s chances are your life situation changes quite dramatically from you know, being a full-time student you mm. know, into all sorts of other things, right? And so you you have to work to keep those friendships, right? Like if, yeah. if it's a friendship that you had that you want to maintain or, you know, if you want to make a new friendship, like it requires time and energy and effort to do that does but I think it's also as we age maybe is is it do you think that maybe our our lives just get a little bit more complicated also meaning like for sure when and so just that adds to the difficulty of it when you're trying to manage schedules personalities Mm -hmm. you know um if people are um you know in relationships you know, all of, the, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about, like you said, in school, but even as a kid, I mean, it was super easy to make friends as kids. Mm-hmm. Right? But 
but you also really it was your parents and then you like each child that was it there was not a lot of other people necessarily that were influencing or putting boundaries on your time mm-hmm. and so as you get older there are a lot of other things to consider and I also think that just as we get older like we become pickier too on mm-hmm. who we want to spend time with mm-hmm. and sure. maybe that's why we don't have it's it's takes it does you I mean you can if you were to have 20 friends how do you maintain those friendships yeah well that's and that's it and and because life is so much more complicated and you have so many other people and things you know vying for your attention I think that's why it requires more work yeah right so it's really being able to prioritize and figure out like okay what where can I give this time where can I spend this energy where do I want to well but the thing but also honey I mean we use the term friend loosely Mm mm-hmm where, you know, sometimes it might really just be an acquaintance or part of an activity that you're in. That person may not necessarily be your friend. Everyone's, I guess, definition of, of a friend mm-hmm. is different, right? For sure. Uh, but you have people in your life that would know intimate details about your life. But there's a lot of people that you interact with that don't know those intimate details. For sure. Because because that's not the level of friendship that you're at. It That mm-hmm. requires a different level of investment. Mm-hmm trust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so it was it was interesting in this in the podcast because they were talking specifically about you know um, establishing relationships with people that you work with right mm-hmm. and I and that was part of the conversation you know that you know that um, a relationship with someone that you work with doesn't need to be um, you know your deepest most intimate friendship relationship right but but to have a friendly relationship with people that you work with can be really really valuable and it was there was a study um that was done where they asked people to rank like the things that impacted their happiness at work Mm-hmm. And then they did some research and where they measured people's happiness levels and like, and, uh, and, you know, other, and I guess other answers to questions and they, and they sorted out the comparison between what people said was going to make them happy and what mm. actually made them happy. And people, the majority of people said that the thing that would make them the happiest at work was their income level. That the higher their income, the happier they would be at work. Uh, Okay. And what they actually found out was when they looked at what was actually making people happy was that income was sixth on the list. Yeah. There were so many things that made people happy at work before income. And the first one was feeling like they belonged at work, having a sense of belonging. Correct. And, And so then... They talked about, of course, that part of having a sense of belonging is having relationships with the people that you spend all this time with. Exactly. You have to feel like a part of that, right? You need to, you know, have some sort of a, uh, some sort of a relationship with these people. Well, you do because you have to be, I mean, to be a productive person in in a workplace, you also have to feel comfortable you have to feel welcomed you have to feel engaged you have Mm -hmm. to 
you know, want to to be part of a group right. of people. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that in order to be in order to be productive, you have to feel these things because there was and there was another study that they cited where they interviewed fifteen million people. Okay, fifteen million workers in the course of this study, and they asked them, "Do you have a best friend at work?" And they and they qualified that like they defined a best friend at work as someone that you work with that you could talk with about your personal life. Mm-hmm. And thirty percent of people said yes, and those were also the people. Almost every single one. Those were also the people who were more engaged in the work they were doing. Yeah. I mean, so it's exactly what you said. Like if you feel like you have people in your corner at work and you Mm -hmm. feel like you belong there, you are going to be more productive. You're going to be more engaged. You're going to be more, probably more involved. Yeah. If you think about any job that you've had, did you not have people that you enjoyed working with, but then also people that you now, you still consider to be your friends because they know they knew things about you, your personal life that you could talk about. I mean, you also, everybody always needs someone that they can bitch about stuff at work. Always. I mean, you have to have that. You that's, do. that's that's part of, you know, part of the, like a, the, the expectation of having a job. <laughs> so yeah. This is what you need is a requirement for the, for the job. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I know that, you know, the, the jobs that I've had, I had people that knew a lot about my life, but I also knew a lot about theirs also. So, I mean, it's a type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but, and they're still friends of mine, mm-hmm. you know, and I know like you and Tim, I have Wanda. Yeah. You know, so yeah. sometimes you do have people and then you go to a different job and then the people that you thought were really important to you aren't important. They, you're not as important to them. The friendship doesn't survive outside of that the environment. Switch, for sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. That that happens for sure. Yeah. Um it was so they went through on the like on the happiness lab, they went through three factors that are necessary in order to form and deepen social connections or friendships. And so this was like the little how to section, you know, like what are the three things that you need in order to to uh, make a social connection or deepen a social connection or friendship? And so those three things are positivity, consistency and vulnerability. Mm. And then the expert who was talking went on to explain what was meant by those three things, because it might not be exactly what you think, because, of course, they said like positivity. And so then the host was like, "Okay, so like you always have to be happy. Like sometimes when you're like with friends, you're not happy. Like, yeah. And and so but they were like, no, 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 like that's not exactly what we mean here. Here we go. So so positivity means that. Both people have to leave the interaction feeling better mm. than they did when they like entered it. Yeah. Okay. So in order for you to have a social connection or a friendship that is, you know, that is doing what it needs to do. Yeah. Both partners or like both people in the relationship have to feel better after having interacted. Yeah. 
So that's your, your measure of positivity. Then you have to have consistency. So you have to have repeated interactions mm -hmm. and you have to have enough of a shared history that you can trust one another. Hmm. And so, you know, especially if you're thinking about, you know, forming friendships and, and, you know, and making new social connections and new friendships with people, it takes time, right? Because yeah. you need to, you need to have had multiple opportunities to interact and to engage with one another, you yeah. know, like it's been interesting. It's been interesting for me, like at a new school and then, yeah. you know, sort of, first getting to know all of the different characters and getting to know all of the different people that I work with but then also like the next step is okay now what social connections am I forming and with whom right yeah and and definitely like it's it's interesting how I can see there are certain there are certain people that I'm establishing a stronger relationship with than others. And mostly it's people who, well, almost, almost, almost consistently, it's people who I interact with the most, but like, not because I'm seeking them out to interact with them, but because for whatever reason we interact often. So mm -hmm. like there's a, there like, well, there are six of us who are in portables. And so we interact with each other all the time because we're out in the portables. And so we're yeah. going back and forth. And like, even as far as sharing resources, you know, we first check with one another before we check with people inside the school because it's easier to just, you know, grab something from another portable than to have to haul it in from the school, right? So, so yeah. you right away, like form a little camaraderie with these people because you consistently interact with them, you know, and, yeah. and I find the same with, you know, people who I might see more regularly, like if I'm going to pick up a class from like from their classroom uh, and yeah. I'm, you know, every time, every day that I go to pick up that class, I interact with that teacher. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you, you do, I can see how that piece, like that consistency piece is necessary in order to form and deepen some sort of a relationship because you need that time to like learn about one another and then, and then to, to trust one another enough to move beyond just those, you know, work related conversations, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because so we have positivity. Both people have to feel better when they leave. Consistency. You have to be interacting, you know, on a, on a consistent basis. It has to be repeated interactions that uh, that you learn about this person enough that you trust them. And then the third one is vulnerability. So for vulnerability, they said, you know, we have to. Um, this was interesting because they said it's not just about like sharing secrets with people, you know, like it's not like it, being vulnerable with someone else, especially when you're talking about a workplace. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to like tell you all about my therapy session last night, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not about that, no. but he said, but just to 
be curious or to brainstorm together, to throw out ideas, to problem solve with other people. Yeah. Like just those be like those actions require you to reveal a little bit about yourself and the way that you think. And that's vulnerable. Yeah. You know, like it, it requires vulnerability to actually have a conversation with someone where you are, you know, maybe indicating that you're not a hundred percent sure about something, Exactly. you know, like, and so, and so that's the vulnerability that they're talking about. And, and in order to have, you know, in order to form a social connection that is going to have a positive impact on your life, you have to have that vulnerability with whoever yeah. that person is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just the, to reinforce how important these connections are for our mm. for our mental health for our physical health for our well-being yeah you know yeah so and so the, the you know the so the overall you know the overall conclusion was you know you should invest time and energy in work relationships yeah for <laughs> but sure. i mean that it makes sense to me because you know you spend so much time with these people uh-huh. And, you know, depending on the job that you do, like you rely on them too. For sure. You know? You, yeah. And I mean, and you, and it's nice to also share a laugh just to have fun. It's not, you know, just about mm-hmm. complaining about your boss or, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of workload or, or whatever, but it's also just really enjoying and feeling like, like, you know, said earlier, part of a team, part of something that's not just yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's always so difficult to make a change to a new job mm-hmm. because you leave something that you feel very comfortable with, where you know where you stand, where you have your people, mm-hmm. and then you go somewhere new and you feel like the outsider. You're mm-hmm. trying to also just figure out who who are the people that you want to have a better connection with or make or to be that your work friends you know mm-hmm. and so and that takes a while and that and that's what takes work that takes work intense yeah i mean you've you know going back to you what you were saying earlier was that you have all of these like holiday social engagement yeah and um but what's interesting is that some of these are based on relationships that you started during COVID that were all online relationships that sometimes I know, like for you, it's like, okay, but then I know I can just be like, okay, it's over, blink, blink, you know, yeah. close everything down. Yeah. It's a little bit different when you have that face-to-face interaction um, and doing different things where you're not sitting in your own home, just in control of the environment you actually go somewhere where the environment is new um and you're you know trying just to manage that also with Mm -hmm. with these other people that you haven't shared that type of experience with but it's but it's good i mean and some of those people you wouldn't say are friends they're just more acquaintances yeah you have shared because you know you you see them once a month or once every couple of months Mm -hmm. which is also fun you know, to have something to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like I think of like 
truly in the next three weeks, I can think of just off the top of my head, I can think of six different social engagements that I have in wow. the next three weeks. Yeah. And there four of them I'm genuinely looking forward to. Like, yeah. even though I know that it's a lot of time and I feel like I have a lot on my plate and I don't know if I have the time, but I am genuinely looking forward to spending time with each of these like groups of people. Mm -hmm. um, one of them I'm not particularly looking forward to, but I'm like, my sister's wingman and so i'm happy to do it for my sister uh, okay um, so you know so i have to have to do that that's fine and then and then the the sixth one i do feel like it's a bit of an obligation and i just have to do it okay. um is that but... your family is that your family christmas no no <laughs> no actually i had to say that <laughs> Actually, my family Christmas is actually, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not always looking forward to those get-togethers, but, but this one I am. This one I am. But, uh, but like, even that, like, yeah, even, even the social engagement that I have that I feel like it's a bit of a, like, I feel like it's an obligation, I'm sure it will be fine. You yeah. know, like, I'm sure I'll leave and think, like, you know, that was, well, that, that, was, that was quite pleasant, you know, yeah. like, it was fine, you know. But um, I mean, but but the thing is, honey, is that we also sometimes some, something changes, a dynamic can change, especially for those people that you don't see really frequently. And so if you may find that you walk away from a scenario or, or a, an encounter and then you're like, this isn't feeling good for me. I, and so that that's but that's information that you wouldn't well, know if you didn't go. And that's it. And it's information that you have to know because then you yeah. know, well, the next time I just say no and I feel confident in that decision. Yes. Yes. You know, as yeah. opposed to like just sort of, you know, waffling. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, I can't, maybe not this time, maybe next time, you know, like, yes. whereas if you, if you go and you're like, you know what, we're, we've moved past this, we've moved past yes. each other. Like, let's, let's yeah. call it a day. Like, you know, then at least you have that, like you said, it's information. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens. Yeah. It does happen. And you're yeah. just like, you're, you're like, mm, this feels different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been uh, thinking about this week, thinking about social connection and, and relationships that, uh, that I would like to like invest time in and, mm. and relationships that maybe I'm, I'm done with, you know, like those sorts of things. But yeah, I feel like at this point in my life, like, well, like you said, like, you know, I, I've made some acquaintances through online forums that I'm, you know, in, in the in 2023 i've had the opportunity to you know meet in real life and sort of like navigate that relationship mm -hmm. and how that works and how that looks and 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 it, it's an interesting it's in, it's interesting to to go about a friendship in that way um and not something that i was intending on doing because I already felt like I was, 
uh, Max, Max Stout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but like these particular relationships, like I, they, I do genuinely want to like invest some time in them. Like I, yeah. I, I'm interested in them and, and these people and, and they're, uh, yeah, they're just a different group of people from me. Um, yep. I mean, we share certain things, but they're different from my other friends, you know, which right. I think is, which, which I think is kind of interesting. Yes. So, yeah, yeah I never, you know, I really, <laughs> I really have been making an effort to, I mean, I always, I always think that in situations, certainly in work situations, I always have been of the mindset, like you, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And it's, it yeah. always is advantageous to be kind and friendly and, you know, like upbeat and positive when you're interacting with people. And, and that is very much the way that I have carried myself always. But outside of those situations, like just in random day-to-day -day interactions, like, you know, at the gas station or at the grocery store, like things mm. like, like that, I never really, like, I was like, don't talk to me. Like, I want to do the self-serve, you know, like, like, don't, like, like, just leave me alone. I've got my, my earbuds in, you know, whereas I really have been making an effort to treat those very quick brief interactions as important interactions also yeah okay and and you know usually it does make me like I don't know like it seems extreme to say it makes me feel better but like regularly those types of interactions make me smile like yeah. so so it does make me feel better you know yeah the, the other day I went to a store and I was just picking something up and the guy, there was a lineup to pay. And so then the next uh, person at the cash register, like raised his hand and called for the next person to come. So I go over and he had like long hair that he had pulled up, pulled up back in a man bun. And uh, which I really like, I think it's a nice look on, on many men. And, uh, and so he, so I go up and he says, hi. And I said, and I said, hello. I said, how are you? And he said, oh, he's like, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking. And I said, no problem. I said, I really like your hair. <laughs> and so then he said, thanks. I grew up myself. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny, I laughed out loud in the store. <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. I, just, I wasn't expecting it. It was it yeah. just struck me particularly funny. <laughs> and so he said to me, he's like, I really like your hair too. And I said, I can't grow this myself. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what a silly little interaction to have with a person who I likely will never see again in my yeah. life. But like it really made me chuckle. It kind of like it you know, it, it brightened that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, and what did it cost me? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. No. Well, I yeah. mean, like, I don't know, $44 and 95 cents, I think, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've been, yeah, I've been trying to make an effort to do that more and, yeah. and it's working out for me. Yeah. That's it's good. For me. Yeah. 
But if you if you had people that you saw on a daily basis, like okay, I have in this in in the apartment building, there's always someone as like um, down at the front desk. Right, right, right. So I mean, I make a point every single time if I'm just going walk the dog, if I'm coming in from walking the dog, it's like thanking them, saying hello. There's like a couple of guys in a security thing out front for you know a couple of houses that are here and I always make a point of saying good morning if they're across the street they always are waving or whatever at us you know just because it, it just makes you feel nice I mean you walk by somebody and say hello to them mm-hmm. you know especially if you see them every day because you know they're they're I mean to me it's not a really um fun job <laughs> right but they should at least people sh- everyone should be acknowledged mm-hmm. you know especially if there's just two of you and you're walking by it's mm-hmm. kind of like when you get into like an elevator and there's someone in there right like that's always one of those weird things in my building i do say hello yeah yeah but like in a hospital no i wouldn't no yeah like in a public place like in a public place i wouldn't either but but in my building i did yeah but you didn't know anyone's name, but you knew the dog's names. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, I didn't know anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but you but know I, was still, I was still friendly. I still said hello. I know. But don't, do you know your neighbor's name? I know my neighbor's name on one uh, side of me. I don't know the neighbor on the other side. Okay. Is that the crazy lady with the garden in her backyard? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she's not crazy, but she, she, her entire backyard is a garden. Yeah. But to me, that is a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Henny, have you, how many tomatoes have you got? Have, have you gotten any more? Okay. Uh, I have, I think I have eaten, like, I think I have harvested about 16 tomatoes. Ooh. There are currently on the plant about six that are almost ripe. Like within a day or two, they'll be ready to be eaten. Then there are another six or so that are pretty good size, but still green. Okay. And then I can see another like six or ten even that are just like teeny tiny little green tomatoes. What? What took so long? I don't know. And there are more yellow flowers. Like when, when did you plant this? Has it been a year? No, 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 no. It's been almost, it's been, it's been five months and a bit. Okay. No. Yeah. Cause it would have been just after you moved in. That's it. It was the last week of June when I planted it. It's ridiculous. Though. And now we're into December. Yeah. So, I mean, it took forever, but they are, but they are coming and like, and a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they're tasty. Like if you, if, when, when it, when the tomato first looks like it's ripe, if I pick it and eat it, it's not quite ripe. Like it, it looks like it's ripe, but it tastes like water. Okay. But if I leave it like two days after I think it's ripe, so like that it gets a really, really deep, deep orange and then pluck it, then it's super tasty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super tasty tomatoes. They finally came. Very exciting. Yeah. Took me a long time. That's good news. We, we'd almost given up on them. I, I truly, 
a tr- truly like I think I was a week away from just like emptying pulling them, yeah, out, you know, yeah. and and then and then they started to pop up. So there's one more thing that I have to tell you that I was thinking about with like me, you know, really trying to like make like have positive interactions with random people and and have those little like social connections because the the other day I was out with my sister we we got uh uh we had tickets to see a show at like a in at Mervish in Toronto and so we drive over to like we drive there and then twice once in the parking lot and once in the theater, like a random person either like smiled and waved at me or like did like a little head nod to me or like said hello to me. Okay. And both times, Net was like, do you know that person? And I said, no. <laughs> and like, but it happened twice. And a couple of weeks ago, we went to a show at Hamilton Place in Hamilton. And the same thing happened that there was like... I, I think we were going into the bathroom and someone was coming out of the bathroom and like the person like said, Oh, you know, like, like, hi. And I, and I said, hi. And they were like, how are you? And I said, Oh, fine. How are you? And they were like, fine. And that was like, do you know that person? And I said, no. <laughs> I was like, and so Nat was like, so like truly in the last few weeks, this has happened three times. And Nat, and so Nat was like, well, like, why do these people keep talking to you? And, and so I was thinking about it. Like, why is it like, why is it that people are always talking to me or like coming up to me or like asking me things or whatever? Like, like, what is it about me that says, you know, come and talk to me? Like I'm approachable, you know, (laughs) but I said to you know what I think it is, is I think that I make eye contact with people. And Uh... so then I make eye contact with them. And then maybe they think that they like, should uh, know me and so they say hello like I'm not sure yeah or maybe they just feel like I like that is a way of showing that you're approachable like by making the eye contact like I don't know but but I think that's what it is because when I'm looking at other people I often make eye contact with them and so uh, I think that's what it is and that's like well stop doing it <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. Sorry. <laughs> That's, but I think it's a little odd that you make eye contact with people. I know, but I, but I, but I do. I don't know why. No, is it eye contact or just that you're staring a little too long? I mean, maybe it's that. Like maybe I, maybe, maybe I look too long. I don't know. <laughs> and then they catch it. You get caught. <laughs> yeah. Well, so last week. Uh, last week, Mark and I went out for like a like a nice like we had like a nice date night planned. Where like, I mean, this is your you know ideal date night. We went to Costco together. Woo-hoo! Um, but then but then we had reservations. Language. <laughs> we had we had reservations to go out for dinner, and so we go out for dinner and we went to the keg. We rarely go to the keg. Every mm. once in a while, it's if it's like a special meal, like we'll go. So we go and we're sitting there and the, and the server like comes up and like, and is taking our drink orders. And so then she said, do you come here often? And both of us were like, no. And she's like, oh, have you been here before? And like, truly Sandy, like, I think we've been to that location one time before, you know, like 
in in years you know like maybe pre-pandemic we went you know like and and so I was like well maybe once and she's like oh she's like you just she's like I'm sure that I've served you before you look so familiar and like and so then she like walked away and so Mark was like really like she like like why would she think that she'd served us before and I said I don't know because I feel like I feel like I'm not a familiar looking person like I feel like yeah if you, I feel like I'm a memorable looking person, like with my yeah. hair and with my teeth, you know, like I feel like it's <laughs> a memorable thing. So if you, if you did know me or if you did serve me before, you might remember me, but yeah, it was, it was very strange. Huh. Yeah. But apparently, I mean, I make an eye contact with people. Um, you are all over the place. Randoms are coming up to me, talking to me off the street. And <laughs> and you're I making mean, the people in your life very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> very, very uncomfortable. Who, who knew? Who who knew that I was this friendly, outgoing sort? I know. I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, honey, that's so funny. But but it uh, but it has brought me some joy to tell you the story. So I yes. mean, I Thank think you. I think there's a net positive in all of this. I think so too. <laughs> I do think so. I think so. I think I mean you know that at the end of all of this is like you should make friends with people you work with. I agree. It, I mean. Or acquaintances. Be yeah, I think I, people. I think you with. should you should develop some sort of relationship. Relationship. That's a better. Sure. Yes, a relationship. Sure. I think so. Yeah, I think, so. I think it benefits you. Yes. I think I think it benefits you personally. I think it benefits them, and I think it benefits your work actually. Yeah. Which is For what sure. you said. You know, all that all all that time ago. Yes. Yeah. It's very true. Very true. And if you are like, if you're happier doing your job and you're happier where you are and you feel like you belong, like then you're just in general, like it's just, it, you, you just feel better about yourself too, you know? Well, but I mean, and, and because we often spend so much time at work, mm-hmm. it, it does trickle into all aspects of our life. I mean, Absolutely. Vice versa, if you're not happy in your relationship or, or whatever's going on in your personal life, that also spills over into your work mm-hmm. life, you know? So it is good to try to just keep every piece of of thing of your life, I guess, in check, you know? Yeah. 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 Totally. Life life lessons. Life lessons yeah. from Henny. <laughs> from Henny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, Sandy, this was uh, really fun. It was really fun. Once we got the internet situation. Yes. Yeah. People started. people who are listening hopefully don't realize that we've had major inter- internet issues today. Yeah. But it yeah. has required us to stop and start a few times, move uh-huh. around a little bit, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, repeat things that we already said because we were talking, <laughs> but we hadn't pressed record. It's It's been yeah. a bit of a train wreck tonight. But I think... We've ended on a high note. I think so, too. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, enjoy your cookie making. I'm looking forward to to seeing the final product. Okay. And we'll chat later. Say hi to your neighbor. (laughs) Okay. Not from me. That would be weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> remember my friend that was here, the blonde with the space and the front teeth? I mean, they might remember me. I'm memorable. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.